Can you turn to the person next to you and say, let us worship him? Yes, and that is the title of my sermon this morning, Worship Him. So that uh, Worship Him, taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 2. So beforehand, I will just uh, give you a short uh, background about the book of Matthew. So obviously, the uh, book of Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. So it tells how the uh, Israel's Messiah, Jesus, comes to his people and is rejected by them. And it tells how uh, after his resurrection, he sends his disciples to the Gentiles instead. So Matthew wishes to emphasize that the Jewish tradition should not be lost in a church um, that was increasingly um, becoming Gentiles. So and our Bible passage this morning is in Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Let us uh, read Matthew 2, verses 1 to 2, to understand the story background. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born of the Jews? For we saw his star, and it when it rose, and have come to worship him. So this is when King Herod learned about the coming king who would be born in Bethlehem in Judah. Herod then let the wise men from the east go and find a child. The intent was that they could tell him the child's whereabouts so he could kill the child. The wise men saw the child with Joseph and Mary and worshipped Jesus the Messiah. So notice the contrast of pure intent. The wise men were kings who sought to see the Messiah, the king born in Bethlehem to worship him. Herod wants to know where the Messiah was born, not really to worship Jesus, but to kill him, for Jesus is a threat to his throne. So this is the focus of today's message, worship him. So the core, sermon core message is simple, worship Jesus, for he is God, the Messiah King. If there is one crucial reminding during Christmas, it is that we celebrate it by worshiping our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christmas is about worship. The King comes from afar to give Jesus what he deserved. He deserved to be worshipped. Let me share with you the three truths about worship that matters to God, which we can observe from the wise men who came to Bethlehem to worship Jesus. So number one, true worship involves sacrifice. So in verse 9, after listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. So what sacrifice did they make to worship Jesus, and how long is their uh, journey? So this is referring to the wise men. So first they gave up of their time. So in verse 9, the biblical text doesn't contain any direct information about where the wise men came from and how long it took them to travel to Bethlehem. However, we can make some inferences that the Bible historical information 
that the word is is capitalized in the quoted uh, verses indicating that this wise man belonged to the Eastern school of astrology or astronomy. So this school was most likely located in Babylon, which was the capital city of both Babylon Empire and the Middle Empire in uh, Persian, uh, Persian Empire. So Babylon is 2,700 kilometers from Jerusalem as the crow flies. The people and camels carrying a heavy load can travel about 30 kilometers in one day. So their journey was at least four to five months using ancient road and mountain passes. So try to imagine how these uh, wise men, they travel miles, they travel for like four to five months to seek the child to worship. Not only that they sacrifice like one week, two weeks, but almost whole time. So try to imagine this long four, four to five months. We don't know because hindi naman po sinabi sa Bible um, kung nag ano ba sila, kung naglakad or sabi, sabi dito na uh, the fastest is to um, yung sumakay ka sa camel, but we don't know kasi hindi naman sinabi. But the wise men sacrificed their time, they traveled miles to worship the child Messiah. So ito po ay wala sa slides. <clears throat> How about us? How do we worship God? Are we willing to give up or to sacrifice our time to worship Him? Well, <clears throat> if you tell me that, uh, since Lance, I cannot go to church because I don't have time. Since Lance, I cannot go to the uh, small group of Bible study because I don't have time. I cannot read my Bible because I don't have time. Oh, come on, guys. It's not that you don't have time. We do have time. Only we choose not to give him time. Why? Because sometimes he's not our priority. Sometimes we are too busy following the world. We are too busy doing what the world commands us to do. And we forgot the very purpose of our lives, why God created us and put us here in this world. To worship Him. Amen? Amen. 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 And these wise men, they never think of doubting to follow God when He calls them to seek and, and worship the Messiah. By faith, they just follow God. At hindi nila pinag-isipan, gaano ka kaya, ba, gaano kaya ka, um, kaano katagal yung biyahe natin kasi wala naman sinabi kasi yung binabasihan nila yung star but this wise men actually parang napakaano nila yung pursigido sila to find to seek the messiah to worship him and prayfully na ganun din tayo sa Panginoon na kahit anong mangyari kahit giving up of our time we can give it for the sake of our worship to the Lord because Jesus deserved to be worshiped because of what he has done for us amen Amen. And then, glory to God. And then, secondly, they gave of their talents. Okay. So, how did the wise men follow the stars? So, dito natin malalaman how they gave their talents. How they used their talents to worship the Lord. Okay. So, let me introduce to you this wise men that we are talking about. Okay. So, the Greek word for wise men in this account, what we call megoi, is rendered as astrologers. Where it occurs in the Old Testament. The 5th century BC identified that the Magi, as a caste of Medes, who had a priestly function the Persian, in the Persian, uh, Persian Empire. In the book of Daniel, 
The astrologers, or what we call Megoy, are grouped with magicians, sorcerers, and advisors to the court with responsibility for interpreting dreams. So, isila po ito ang mga um, isila to ang mga kalevel ni Daniel. Okay. Kung naalala nyo po sa Book of Daniel na nung na-exile sila doon sa um, sa Babylon, 'di ba? Isa sa mga um, friends Daniel and Daniel himself, isa sila sa na-train dito. So sila po itong mga kasama ni Daniel, kung naalala nyo po. Sino pong nakabasa? Okay, wag na lang po kayo magtaas. Okay, ito po ay wala sa slides. Joke lang po ah. So how did the magi or wise men knows about Jesus? Okay? So alamin natin. So they know that Messiah had come soon because the scripture could not be wrong. So obviously these um, wise men, they read the Bible. So these wise men, they are not uh, as, um, pagan astrologers because they are reading the Bible. So that's what uh, my research said. So it is important to take note that these wise men of scripture reading the fact of prophetic sky and the original gospel message and the star. So not pagan astrologers reading some occult wisdom by means by pagan astrology. So the wise men use their talents to interpret what really means about the star that guided them. They were spiritually wise. Because they sought to know about the one true God and his son. And this desire, worship the king, set them on an amazing journey. And because of that, nakilala po itong wise men. Diba? Pag sinabi ng Pasko, maliban sa alam natin that uh, ito yung birth ng ating Panginoong Hisos. Lagi naiisip ko when I was young, yung tatlong hari na nagsidalaw. Sinabing tatlong hari. But according to the Bible and according to my research, wala namang sinabi na tatlo. But we, uh, we just based on what the present that Jesus received. Right? So, uh, true worship involves sacrifice of our first time and then talents and finally, comfort. Okay? So, the number three, they give up of their comfort. In verse 9, they were willing to leave their homes, their place of comfort. In verse 9, after listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, and it came to rest over the place where the child was. Ito po ay wala na naman sa slides. So the wise men gave up of their comfort to follow God and respond to their calling. So traveling that time was different than it is today. They couldn't jump on into a car or hop on into a plane and set out and arrive later that day. Just what we can do nowadays. So pag umuwi tayo ng Pilipinas, we just sit there in a the plane like three and a half hours. We sleep. When we get up, we're already in Manila, right? But during that time, <laughs> during their time, traveling is not that easy. So, maybe you know, travel siya for five to five, uh, four to five months, a lot of discomfort they experience. And I think all of us will agree, right? And we don't know how they travel, but the fastest way of that time was camels. Pero hindi naman nga sinabi kung nagsakay ba sila sa camel. And even if they took camels, it would have been lengthy trips of perhaps months. 
Amen? So these wise men, they gave up of their comfort to seek the child Messiah, to worship him because Jesus deserved to be worshipped because of what he has done for us because he is our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen? Ito po ay wala na naman sa slide. So think for a moment. Okay, about what God might be calling you to give up for the sake of the following and worship Him. So una-una, it could be half an hour or less in bed in the morning so that you can study the Bible and learn more about your King. So let me share with you a short story about my experience about this. So uh, last uh, few weeks, I tried to uh, discipline myself to get up early in the morning. I alarm my phone at 4 a.m. to get up and on my knees and uh, worship the Lord and talk to Jesus and have time, spend time with Him. But um, I think it wasn't that easy because um, the first time that my phone alarm at 4 a.m. because isayan sa mga weaknesses ko yung magising ng mga ng maaga. I can I can sleep late, but I cannot get up very early in the morning. So. I, I get up at first time, I said, I think I cannot do this. So I off the alarm, and then I try to kneel down. And then my spirit is willing. But my body, especially my eyes, doesn't seem to be very cooperative. So I said, OK, I sleep back. So I sleep back. But um, for some reasons, after one week, I tried to do it again, all over again. So I said, okay, so this time around, I think God will help me to do that because that's my desire. So I alarmed at 4 a.m. And then when I was kneeling down, and yeah, uh, God answered my prayer. So I, I did it. I, I did it uh, for the first time. So I kneeled down and talked to God. And it's very nice. It's a very, um, like, parang ang gaan-gaan ng pakiramdam mo na yung kinakausap mo palang Panginoon ng madaling araw. Pero meron naman mga ibang, may, meron namang mga sagabal. Because while I, I, I was praying, all of a sudden, my doors open and there is one little guy came into my room saying with his tiny voice, Nana, can I sleep with you? So parang akala ko answered prayer. Yun pala alaga ko. So anyway, ang ibig ko lang sabihin is this. Uh, Jesus deserve to be worshipped or even given up of our comfort. Kahit yung magising tayo sa madaling araw dahil gusto natin magsamba, deserve ni Jesus yan dahil sa ginawa niya sa atin. He own us! Amen? Nung namatay siya sa cross, bumuos ang dugo niya sa cross, deserve niya na ibigay natin sa kanya ang lahat ng nandito sa atin. But God only asks us to give a portion right, of our time and even whatever we have, right? He only wants a portion of it. But sometimes it's so difficult, right? So ito naman ay wala na naman po sa slide. So let me add on on this living sacrifice. Jesus is the perfect example. Jesus demonstrated what it means to be a living sacrifice. He was God in the flesh. Yet, he humbled himself and lived to serve others in obedience to the Father and worship him. Therefore, Jesus deserved the best of our worship. Amen? Amen. So, true worship involved sacrifice of our time, giving up of our talents, and even giving up of our comfort. So, number two, true worship 
involves pure intent. In verse 10 to 11, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So how can we tell that the intent of these wise men to worship Jesus is pure? So in verse um, uh, 11, he said, when they, saw, when they saw the child with his mommy, or with his mommy, with his mother, they fell down, right? So bowing down signifies a, post a posture of humility and submission, okay? Both physical, mentally, boldly, and in the heart. So the wise men should respect to the child, Jesus and agreed that he was more powerful than they are. So try imagine, try to imagine that these wise men, they are not an ordinary person. Do you agree with me? They are not an ordinary person. But when they saw the child, since their worship, to, uh, their, their intent to Jesus Christ, to worship him is pure, they bow down. Hindi na sila nagtanong, ito kaya ang Messiah? Hindi na. Talagang by faith, they just fell down, they just worship. So they acknowledge the kingship of the child Jesus. When we bow down in worship, we acknowledge God's exalted place and accept our lowly surrendered position. Nagpakumbaba po sila nung makita nila ang Panginoon. Sabi natin that these wise men, their intent to worship Jesus is pure. Amen? Next, they worship. Okay, so worship is when we give up our deepest affection and highest praise to someone. True worship of God is when we love Him with all our hearts, soul, mind, and strength. This is what the Bible says in Matthew 22, verse 37, NIV. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. So you see, Pag sinabi mong love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, mga kapatid, ito po ay talagang nakatudo ka. Nakafocus ka na. Wala nang ano, wala nang hati yun. Nakafocus ka na parang sa 1 Peter 2, chapter 2 na yung nagkikrib ka for just one spiritual milk. Hindi ka na nagkikrib sa kung ano pa. Doon ka na nakafocus sa kay Jesus. Amen? At, and Jesus deserved to be worshipped with all our heart, our soul, and our mind because of what He has done for us. Amen? And then, lastly, they, give, uh, they offer gifts. They offer Him gifts. So, what did they offer to Jesus and what's the meaning of this? So, first, they offer gold. Okay? Which symbolized Jesus, royalty. Then, they offer frankincense. Hindi frankin, frankenstein. Frankincense, okay? It is a fragrance. And then, they offer myrrh, the ointment of death. So, these gifts provided the financial resources for Mary and Joseph's journey to Egypt. So, try to imagine na ang Panginoon, He provided everything for them to travel, right? He is sovereign, so what does pure intent worship? Or what does pure intent in worship mean for us today? So pure worship of God really means to give God every single bit of our entire being to Him. God doesn't want us 
uh, our gifts, right? But he wants us to worship him by offering ourselves as a holy sacrifice to him. The wise men sacrifice their time, resources, and comfort that God deserves. Living for God in service out of love with all our being, time, resources, and comfort is how God wants us to worship him. And lastly, number three, true worship involves obedience. Okay, in Matthew 2, verse 12, And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed their own country by another way. So what form of obedience do the wise men demonstrate in uh, verse 12? So they give up of their time, their comfort, resources, and safety to seek and serve Jesus. They raise the wrath of King Herod, who wanted to kill Jesus, and in doing so, they obeyed God rather than men and followed his guidance rather than their plans. So try to imagine kung gaano kadelikado yung suwayin mo yung utos ng hari. During their time, when you disobeyed the order of the king, you will surely die, right? Totoo yun, di ba? Kahit doon sa uh, kina Daniel nung gusto ng hari na magsamba sila sa statue nung hindi sumunod yan, ano, di ba, papatayin sila. So, ganyan po, pero they rest their lives, no? For the sake na gusto nilang uh, mag-worship sa Panginoon. So, the wise man demonstrated their love of God by giving Him their best. Jesus said in Matthew, uh, uh, John 14, 15-16, NLT version, If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate who will never leave you. So let me add on to this. Wala po sa slides. So how about Joseph's obedience in Matthew 2.13? If Joseph disobeyed God, then the child Jesus, when he was a child, he will be killed. But of course, God is sovereign. He will not allow to, to the, uh, He will not allow it to happen. Why? Pag eh, ano nang panginoon then we don't celebrate Christmas, right? Pag inalaw ng Josyon, and then we don't have any salvation. When we all die, we are going to straight to hell because the Bible says that the wages of sin is death in Romans six twenty three. And because the said in the Bible is three uh, Romans three twenty three that. For all have sinned. Eh, makasalanan tayong lahat. Diretso tayo sa impyerno. Diba? Pero ang Diyos po ay napaka-sovereign. And He is the God of love. Right? Kaya siya ay deserve to be worshipped in everything that we have. Amen? How about Jesus' obedience? Jesus Christ is our great example when He died on the cross. Took all the pains and the mocks and even brutal death the cross in obedience to the Father. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, when we humble ourselves before God in, obe- in obedience to Him, He will exalt us. Amen? He will recognize us and He will acknowledge us. So next, our angels are God's messengers. And so the warning to the wise ultimately comes from whom? So the word angel comes from 
Greek word angelos or pronounce it at uh, angelos probably, which means messenger. Some English translation of the Bible also translate as melak. The Hebrew word from God in the scripture, sharing a message from God, is the primary rule of angels. So the wise men obeyed the angels' warning. In doing so, they obeyed God, who gave the commands to his angels. So what does obedience from true worship mean for us today? So obedience is our way of showing God that we love him, right? And it is true, our obedience, that God recognizes us and enables us to enjoy his love. Thus, our primary motive for obedience must be to show God that we love him. Christmas is a reminder that true worship involves obedience to his words out of love for him. Amen? So before I conclude, let me share, uh, share with you uh, my sh um, short story. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell all of my testimony. So before, uh, when I came to know the Lord Jesus and accepted him as my Lord and Savior, uh, by heart I know that I'm going to unload those stuff that I'm carrying for a long time. But um, every time I feel like I'm going to succumb into temptation or I was being to be tempted, I always go back from where my love story with Jesus was started. And I was reminded that I decided to follow Jesus. There is no turning back. Amen? Amen. Sana ganun din po tayo. Pag sumunod na tayo sa Panginoon, wag na tayong babalik. Diretso na. I-focus mo na. Itodo mo na. Because Jesus deserved to be worshipped. Amen? Okay. So, let me just conclude the message. Okay, so what are three vital truths concerning the true worship that we observe from the wise men? So number one, true worship involves sacrifice. Two, wo uh, true worship involves pure intent. And three, true worship involves obedience. Let me challenge you. So people can have different focus, intent, and practices in celebrating Christmas. But for Genuine believers and followers of Christ, God expects us to worship Him even when we have any discomfort to offer Him our lives and service. It is tangible, also a gift to the needy, and to obey Him by doing His will. So what should be our approach and intent when we think of celebrate Christmas? So Christmas commemorates the birth of Jesus Christ who is regarded as the creator and supreme spiritual and, and authority of Christianity, one of the annual Christmas holidays is observed to honor the birth of Jesus. So worship Jesus, for he is God, the Messiah, and he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God.